And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Luke Smith, good afternoon and welcome to the studio. Good afternoon. You know it's late on a Friday afternoon when I start stumbling over my words and I haven't even had that first drink yet. <laughs> Couldn't come quick enough. <laughs> I know, it's only an hour and a half to go until the weekend starts for me, but there you go. I like it, I like it. I'm looking forward to it. I like it. Do you know what? Mm. Today is June the 2nd, which Mm. means the end of the financial year has just suddenly crept right up on us and it's about to smack us in the face. Mate, like a bullet train, and it's been, I'll get ready for this, I'll get ready for this, and and today is really hay. Today is is hay. Get your pen out. This is how you make a deduction once and for all, for those that haven't been salary sacrificing, I thought because of that time frame, let's talk about the mechanics of how you can use your own money to make a super contribution that has nothing to do with your employer. Because one big misconception that I keep banging on about is this word salary sacrifice. I can only salary sacrifice. My boss will only let me salary sacrifice. Salary sacrifice is one way of putting money into super. The other way you do it is to make what's called a personal deductible contribution. That means you take your own cash and you throw it into your super fund. It has nothing to do with work. It has nothing to do with a fortnightly payment. And you can do it in one big chunky lump sum and get the same tax effect as if you'd done it every fortnight from the 1st of July last year. So you put your own money into your own superannuation and you get a tax deduction for that. Spot on. How is that even possible? <laughs> well, it's it's actually quite easy and I think I'm a big advocate of this because where people have a mortgage, they actively save where they can during the year into their offset account and they build up money in their offset account, therefore paying down their home loan. This is the way to do it where you may need to offset some capital gains tax. Let's say you sold a property during the year. You might have a capital gains tax bill that results in taxable income in addition to your wages. You might have had a distribution out of a company. You might have been made redundant. You might have retired and had all of your leave paid out. So you've got additional taxable income this year. So what people can do is they can get hold of their cash Now, that can be out of a bank account, that could be out of an offset account, that could be out of a redraw account, that could fall out of the sky, that could be from your mum's piggy bank. It doesn't matter where you get it. Fall off the back of a truck. Back of a truck, (laughs) find a pallet of it in Maroubra. Happy days. Um, And what you want to do is first say, right, how much can I put in? We know that the limit is 27500 Now, what you need to take off that limit for this 12-month period is any money that's come from your employer through superannuation guarantee payments. If you're in a defined benefit scheme, call up the fund and say, what are you allocating towards this limit? And they will give it to you over the phone or you can log in and get it on the website. Okay, so allow for money that's come from your employer and anything you may be salary sacrificing during the year. Okay, so the limit's 27.5. Let's say we got 17,500, we'll keep the numbers around. 17,500 of superannuation guarantee from our, our boss. That means you have $10,000 of what we call cap space. Now, you take your 10000 bucks out of the bank. You ring up your super fund and say, hey, Mr. Superfund, I'd like to put some money into my account. How can I do that? Some funds will give you a BSB and an account number. Some funds will give you BPAY and a reference number. Do whatever your fund needs. Put your money in, okay? Once the money is in, you must tell your fund, hey, Mr. Superfund, I'm going to claim a tax deduction for this. What that says to the fund is, 
the fund needs to pay the 15% contributions tax to the ATO. To do that, you must, must, must lodge what's called a notice of intent. If you Google that, bang, first line, PDF from the ATO, standardised form. What that form does, it says, hey, this is me, this is my tax file number, this is my super fund. Hey, Mr Smith, what would you like to put into the 2023 financial year? I'm going to put $10,000 in, and you write that on the form. Then underneath it, on the next question, it says, how much would you like to claim of that $10,000 as a tax deduction? Now, you want those two numbers to match if you want a deduction for the amount of money that you put in. So you have 10000 going in, you have 10000 under it that says, hey, I'm claiming all of this as a tax deduction. You sign it and you send it into the fund after the money is in the account. But before your time runs out. Well, as long as the money is cleared before 30 June, mm -hmm. you can send the form in after that. Right. I would do it at the same time because it wouldn't be the first time somebody's forgot to send the form. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't stress enough, no form, no deduction. And the reason the form is vital is that any personal money that you put into your super fund is treated as a tax-free contribution by default. So as the name says, it's a notice of intent. It's telling the fund, hey, I intend to claim this as a tax deduction, so please remit the 15% tax. Now, if you're making $150,000 in wages, you're paying 39 cents in the dollar in tax. So 15% going into super is very, very advantageous from a tax savings perspective. If you said, well, I don't have cash in the bank, you might have an offset account on your house. You might have a redraw facility on your house. Now, if you do the maths, if your marginal tax rate's 39% and you're paying 15% contributions tax, you're saving 24%. So even if you pull the money out of your house at 5 or 6%, you're still making a significant saving when you look at the alternative, which is do nothing and just pay tax. So we check and see how much we've had from work. That works out how much room we have. We then go to the fund and say, how can I put this money in? You then direct the money into the account. You get your notice of intent. You fill that out after the money's gone in, and then you submit that to the fund. And you might say, is that it? And I would say, no, no, there's a little bit more. Once the money has gone into the fund, the fund will write back to you and say, hey, Leon, thanks for giving us that notification. We've remitted that tax for you. Now, that piece of communication will come to you in writing. Some funds will send it to you by email. Keep that, give that to your accountant because that tells your accountant, hey, that $10,000 has been treated correctly by the super fund. You lodge a $10,000 income deduction so your $150,000 of wages becomes $140,000 of taxable income. Your employer doesn't know about it. So when your accountant lodges your tax return, he says, oh, they've been taxing you on 150. They should have been taxing you on 140. Here's a refund, all things being equal. Now, if you've sold uh, a property during this 12 month period, then you have a capital gain. That means that you have income added to your salary from a tax perspective. Yes. This is where you might say, I'll use the catch-up rules, where you look at this year's space, you look at last year's space, and you go right back to 2019, 
you might have fifty or sixty thousand dollars of space. You could put fifty or sixty thousand dollars, space permitting, into the fund this year and get a fifty thousand dollar tax deduction. Now, to be able to do that, you have to have less than five hundred thousand dollars of total super at thirty June twenty twenty two, not today. And you need to be able to look back and have that space and you can only look back to 2019 because that's when the legislation came into effect. So if you've got a really lumpy sale of an asset and you've made lots of money, think about using the catch-up concessional legislation, which is just the annual limit looking backwards. But again, get your accountant involved. They'll be able to tell you the sweet spot and the, the pros and the cons of doing so to try and mitigate the capital gains tax on the sale of a house. So I guess the key things to uh, to remember there are the $27,500 total cap. Yes. And it's a total cap. So Correct. that's for all sources of contributions into your super, whether it's yep. from your employer or whether it's from an additional payment that you're making out of your own personal funds. Correct. And also across all funds. A lot okay. of people say, oh, it's it's twenty seven five for this fund and that fund and this fund. It's 27500 for the entire shooting match no matter how many super funds you have. Okay, so if you've got five different super funds, it's still the same cap for the lot of them all across the board, not $27,500 for each fund. Correct. It's $27,500 in total. And the other big thing to remember is this look-back provision hmm. where if you've got unused cap space from previous years, you can also use that to make a larger contribution, which obviously is very advantageous, uh, particularly if you've got that capital gain that you're talking about. Exactly. Now, mistake for young players. The 19 and 20 financial years, the limit was 25,000, not 27,500. So don't jump back and take it all off 27,500. For the 19 and 20 financial years, you need to take what came in from work away from 25,000 to work out your space there. You can also log into your MyGov account if you've got your superannuation linked to that. Now, I wouldn't trust that information because that can be impacted by when the super fund reports and you can. I saw one last week where he said, "Oh, I did nothing last year." No, Billy, you did twenty-seven-five, but the, but my gov says zero. Well, my gov's wrong. So check with your fund. Check with my gov. Don't take what's on my gov as gospel because it isn't. Check with your fund first because that will be your source of truth. I'd trust the fund information over the my gov information. If you've changed funds during the year, remember to ring the fund that you left because they may have part of your contributions and the other fund you rolled over to may have the rest of your contributions. So get this right, because if you get it wrong, it, it can get a little ugly. Well, this is where you rely on some professional advice from a financial advisor and also your accountant. Yeah, look, I think it's 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 important that you get in front of this. And, and we're talking about it today because I've been banging on about oh, this yeah. since probably Christmas. But well, this is a process that takes time. If you've if mm. you've got to move money from point A to point B, correct. Usually, there's a few days before the money lands in the account. You also need to check with your fund because some funds may say, "Well, any contribution after the 26th of June, we can't guarantee it gets processed." So ring and check with your fund because if you leave it to the 28th, there's mm. a very good chance you're skating on pretty thin ice. Yeah, there's there's only one shining light at the end of the tunnel. The, the the little glimmer of good news this year, June 30th, is actually a Friday. So you're not going to get mm. caught out with having June 30th turn up over the weekend. Well, two, three, four years ago, there were about three years on the bounce where it was a Sunday or a Saturday, and a lot of people made payments on the Friday, mm. not realising, and then it landed on the 1st or 2nd of July and blew up the next year. 
and they actually missed out on the tax deduction. So I, I say one June because it gives plenty of time for the you know the, the the funds and the admin and the fiddling and everything else. Well, that's right. And when you've got to deal with paperwork, if there's any mistakes or uh, any other glitches or holdups, mm. this means you've got time to sort it out. Yeah, your fund may also want an original. Let's let's not assume that everybody takes email. Yes, your fund may actually want an original. Um, so again, check with your fund because they're all a little bit different, um, and and make sure that you have your numbers really really tight. Run them past your accountant, run them past your advisor. I know we've been shooting out umpteen emails leading into this time of year with here's your space, here's what's coming in, here's what you should put in, here's how you do it. You know, we, we do it for all of our people um, just as a default part of our service, which kills my girls um, because the list just gets longer and longer and longer every year. Yeah. But again, it's, it's one that I find people struggle to just pull together and if you leave it to the last minute, there's, there's going to be tears, and they and they won't be mine. Okay, so um, those two things to remember, plus I guess the third one is that uh, if you do want to claim the tax deduction, you have to do all the paperwork uh, oh. because if you don't do that, then the default position is exactly what you don't want. Exactly, and, and you know anybody that's been in my office in the last 12 months, I, I, I say to everybody, I don't say you must do anything in this industry. Mm. Must for me is a... But the one must is get your paperwork right here because you could be committing money to super that you can't get. And then once you've done it, you can then look to super split. You can look to use that money for other stuff and extrapolate out various other strategies. Um, but get this one right to start with and then that'll help you from a tax perspective moving into July. Luke Smith from Envision Financial is with me in the studio today. We're answering the question, how do I lower my tax by adding money to super before the end of June? And uh, we've covered pretty much uh, the whole uh, list of points here, but we'll be back in a moment to summarise everything and make sure you don't forget any of it. It's 11 to 5 on 2CC. Double C. Seven minutes to five. Luke Smith from Envision Financial is with me in the studio today. We're answering the question today, how do I lower my tax by adding money into super before the end of June. Now, that's not the only way you can mm. lower your tax, Correct. but it is a very clever way. It is, and it's the way that you do it when you've been meaning to go to your employer all year and set up a salary sacrifice arrangement. So salary sacrifice was the old school way of doing it, and it still applies, and it's still great in some situations, and it can be used during the year. Where you've been filling up an offset account to offset the effect of rising interest rates, it now makes a lot of sense to potentially use some of that money or savings to add to superannuation. And as we said before the ad break, that could also be from the sale proceeds of an asset like a house and offset some of the capital gains in conjunction with good tax advice from your accountant. So people need to keep the following in mind. Don't leave it too late. Funds must be cleared in the super fund before 30 June. Okay, check your employer contributions, check your space, and your space is the difference between what's come in against 27500 this financial year. You need to add your money to the fund. You then need to tell the fund by using a notice of intent, hey, I've put in X and I'm claiming X. Now, if you want to claim 100% of the money that you put in, make sure those two numbers on that form match and they are row by row underneath each other. Okay, sign it, send it into the fund that you put the money into. The fund will then write back to you and say, hey, Leon, thanks for the paperwork. We'll, we'll remit that tax. Keep that notification, give it to your, your, your tax agent because they'll want that as proof that the paperwork has been lodged correctly. Yep. And then your employer will say, okay, Leon, you claim 10, 15, 20 grand. 
I'm get you for ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar tax deduction off your income over the last twelve months. So, given the super fund tax rate is fifteen percent, and your marginal tax rate may be thirty nine or forty nine percent, you're going to save a significant amount of money by doing this. You're also going to bolster your superannuation capital base, under which earnings will be better from a tax standpoint over the longer term. And if you're about to retire in the next couple of years, you've bolstered the capital base from which you could start a pension. So there are a number of benefits for doing this. But again, be early, be early, be early, because then you won't be late. Absolutely. And that cap, $27,500 in the year. So if you're looking back on previous years, you might have more than that available for you. And of course, you can do this if the total balance of your super is below half a million dollars as at the end of last financial year. Exactly right. Don't look at today's value. Look at last year's 30 June value um, and that it goes across multiple funds. It's not per fund. It's multiple funds and the limit is applied to multiple employers. You don't get 27.5 per employer. It's the entire shooting match. If you've got one job or 10 jobs, that's the most you can put in as an individual. Indeed. So, Luke, where can listeners get more information? Yep. Office number 62604749, envisionfinancial.com.au on the internet. We've got the podcast, The Strategy Stacker. Luke talks money on iTunes and Spotify. We've got the YouTube channel, Envision Financial Canberra. We've got the TikTok handle, The Strategy Stacker. And all of this is in the Super Contributions chapter of Smart Money Strategy, your ultimate guide to financial planning, available in all good bookstores, Dimmix, QBD, Harry Hardhawk, Amazon, Booktopia, and just about anywhere else online that you can get it. Sensational stuff. Luke, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. We will see you again next Friday afternoon at the same time, right here on 2CC when Luke Smith from Envision Financial returns to talk money matters once again. It's three minutes to five on 2CC. It's Canberra Live, and all the latest news is next.